I needed to move away, very far away from the shadow of my father, so I could find my own identity, my true identity. Hey, I'm having dinner with Pablo Escobar's son, Juan Pablo. Let me call you back. I never thought I'd utter these words, but life continues to surprise you when you least expect it. One night, a few months ago, I found myself having dinner with the son of the notorious politician, criminal, and cartel leader Pablo Escobar. For a refresher, at one point, Pablo Escobar was supplying 80% of the world's cocaine, bringing in something like $22 billion a year. According to Forbes in 1989, he was the seventh richest man in the world and once offered to pay off the debts of an entire country, of course to avoid extradition, but was also known as a murderer, terrorist and kidnapper. The same year Pablo Escobar was listed on the Forbes billionaire list was the same year the cartel reportedly placed a bomb aboard an airplane in an attempt to kill an alleged informant. More than a hundred people were killed. His son, Juan Pablo, was then 12 years old. And yet, 30 years after Pablo Escobar's death, his life continues to cast a long shadow on the crimes that continue to this very day, the communities and the countries affected. His name is further immortalized as a subject of countless books, movies, and even a Netflix series in a conflicted view of Pablo Escobar as Robin Hood and murderer. Flipping the script, his son Juan Pablo Escobar, now known as Sebastian Marroquin, chose a markedly different path, one of peace. But wait a minute, why is this of concern to you and why is he a guest on Billion Dollar Moves? At the Tatler Asia Tatler Gen T Summit in Hong Kong, we had a deep conversation about grappling with legacy and how, of course, to a much, much lesser extent, many of the next generation leaders today, all of you tuning in, are asking a similar question. How do I forge my own path? In building your own legacy, Juan Pablo replies, nothing grows under the shadow of an oak tree. Enjoy my impromptu conversation. It's a little short, but power packed. And if we get enough shares and downloads of this mini bite, we'll bring him into our studio for a full sit down soon. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. So hit me up on Search and Global or Billion Dollar Moves Podcast on Instagram or LinkedIn to let me know your thoughts. Enjoy. Welcome to Billion Dollar Moves, the show for the top founders, funders, and execs making billion dollar moves that are shaping our future. From the growing pains of a unicorn journey to IPO, the question of impact, purpose, and returns, we go real deep in the world of venture and business. I'm your host, Sarah Chen Spellings. Before we hop in here, I have a quick favor to ask you. Smash that follow button wherever you're tuning in from. This way, you'd be the first to know of new episodes that drop. And of course, please tell your friends so we can amplify more stories built on grit in the U.S. and Asia venture ecosystem, and that we can all keep making billion-dollar moves together. Now let's get started. We are here in beautiful Hong Kong after the Tatler Gen T Summit, and I have a wonderful guest next to me, Pablo Escobar, the namesake that you all know, but of course now he's today known as Sebastian Morokin. So I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about who you think you are today. I've been introduced like I'm the son of like mm-hmm. if that should be a profession, and it's not. You know, yeah. It's just uh, something that happened to me in my life. I'm somebody who's dedicated and passionate about peace, uh, raising awareness about my own story, my father's story. So I became an architect, also designer, writer, film producer, many other things that I love. 
I feel passionate about and I'm just trying to do the best that I can with a very dark story, dark past, yeah. uh, according to my father's actions in the past. Yeah. Lee, who interviewed you, went through a list of numbers, yeah. the victims that your father had, you know, massacred, and you actually chose to visit those victims instead and start looking for forgiveness. What inspired you to go that direction? Forgiveness is not about forgetting things. It's about forgiving and moving forward. And it's about not letting the pain that was caused to you by the guy who caused your damage. Mm -hmm. If you let the pain remain inside of you and you don't forgive, you're going to be sick. And you're going to feel anger and, and you're going to think payback, you know, an eye for an eye will be the best way to heal that. And with reconciliation and and forgiveness process in Colombia with my father's victims brings a lot of hope to my life. Yeah. Knowing that so many families that suffer so much pain, they, they witness how many of their family members were killed. Now we have the opportunity to heal, not to forget what happened because memory is important, but uh, coming from a society that never learned how to forgive and move forward, but now starting to do this and feel that a lot of families are open-minded to have this kind of conversation, deep and hard conversation. Yeah. Brings a lot of hope for me and for my country uh, because it's a way of closing uh, this like cycle of violence. Yeah, but let me ask this important question because I think it all struck us. We were talking a lot about legacy. Yeah. And you've been in the shadow of your father and continue to, right? You are writing books about him. Yeah. Everything that you do today still is about him. Not How everything, but most, it's most, of, most, most yeah, things. Yeah. How do you forge your own identity and move forward with what you believe to be the right thing for you and think about legacy for yourself? A sentence that I, I received from the son of the Minister of Justice killed by my father's orders he told me that nothing grows under a big shadow. And uh, I needed to move away, very far away from the shadow of my father. So I could find my own way of doing, my own way of thinking, my own identity, my true identity. Truly what defines a human being, you know, it's not your last name, who your father was or your family or where do you come from. No, it's what did you do in life? This is, that's your identity. So for me, first of all, I needed to change legally my name and starting to study, dedicate myself to find my own passions as an architect, industrial designer, and life just continue, you know, with a better purpose and doors start opening to me because the world has closed the doors for me also. But suddenly, because I switched my way of thinking and I, I really wanted to improve myself, well, I started to receive invitations to participate in places like this and events like this. And uh, and I'm very happy that this is causing a positive effect in everyday society, but mostly in the kids, they represent the future and they are about to decide who they want to be. And we are really causing a great impact in their lives because we are inviting them not to follow 
these yeah. examples on my father's side. Yeah. For the next generation leaders that are tuning in, what's your message to them? We don't know what's good and what's not. You know? we, we don't need somebody to tell us that so we need to take the right decision every day in our lives. And we will get to places that we will never imagine. Love it. And with that, thank you so much for that short bit. And we are here in Sattler, Hong Kong. Thank you so much. And thanks so much for tuning in this week. For more inspiring conversations just like this to help you lead, build, and invest better, follow us wherever you get your podcasts and on socials on Billion Dollar Moves Podcast and Sarah Chen Global. And yes, if you want to keep hearing from us, pledge your support for the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating on Spotify, and telling a friend. I'd really appreciate it. I'm Sarah Chen Spallings, and you've been listening to Billion Dollar Moves.